Hello, and welcome to Ready and Newman's daily podcast, your go-to place for common questions about immigration to the United States. Ready and Newman is a team of experienced business immigration attorneys who handle a host of visa categories and complex immigration cases. This podcast will provide an insight into our daily free conference calls hosted by our attorneys, as well as discussions on hot immigration topics. Please note that information provided is not to be construed as legal advice for your specific situation and does not constitute an engagement with Ready and Newman PC or establish an attorney-client relationship. For specific advice on your situation, please contact an attorney. Here's your host. Hi, this is Rahul Adib. Today is uh, January 31st, 2022. The time is about 3.30 p.m. Uh, Central Time. Radio MPC has been conducting conference calls from past 10 years. If you have any question, please raise your hand. And if you're a newcomer, please put your camera on and let us know that you're a newcomer uh, because we try to promote the people who have never asked the questions before. Shweta? Yes, hi, is that me? Yes, ma'am. Yes, hi. Um, I have a question regarding the uh, H4EA, the automatic uh, 180-day extension. So Mm -hmm. my husband filed his uh, H1B as well as my H4 and H4EAD at the same time in December. He's received his approval and I'm still waiting for my H4 approval. And uh, my EAD and I-94 both expire in April. So I want to know if there was a way to extend my I-94 based on my husband's um, H-1B. H-1B approval. Yes. You can, you can go to Mexico and you can come back. I know you may not have the visa with you. You can still come back into United States. And in that way, they will extend your I-94 for a period of uh, until your husband's H-1B expires. However, you're only allowed to work for a period of 180 days after yes. your EAD expires. And I will, we have put that everything in video. I'm putting it to you. Okay. okay. So uh, your suggestion is go to Mexico and at the border, they'll extend my I-94. I want you to fly, not fly. go to the border. Okay. Gotcha, fly gotcha. to Mexico okay. and come back. Okay. And then that will be extended. That will um, be extended. Is Mexico? No, it is okay. not guaranteed. 90% of the time they do. Okay. Um, Anything else? So Mexico is the only option. How about Canada? Is that? You can go to Canada. That's option? even better. Canada. You can go to Canada too. That's option two. Um, absolutely. You can either Canada or Mexico though. Do you have a passport stamping until April or is it uh, expiring? When, when did it expire? Uh, my passport expires in a couple of years. No, passport visa. Visa. So that has actually already. Um, so I initially came, came here on F1 visa and that has expired. Thank After you. After that, I didn't get my H4. Stamping. So then that leaves only for you option to Canada and Mexico and no other countries. Right, right, right. Okay. Thank you, ma'am. Okay. Next person. Thank you. Adesh. Next person. Hi. Um, question is regarding the uh, the new law which came in uh, November last I week. I can't hear you. 
I can hear you barely though. Hello. Radesh. Okay. We're getting a lot of distance from your phone, sir. Karapratush. Hey, hello. Um, can you hear me? Yes, I can very clearly. Well, Rahul, uh, you know, the first uh, lady who asked you a question, it is in regards to the same thing. I actually mm -hmm. followed your uh, article and mm -hmm. I, uh, I went to Mexico through land border though. You know, I went to Ordo You didn't follow it. Okay. Um, uh, so one, you know, um, so we went there, but you know, I got my I-94 uh, updated. Um, okay. They were they were able to do it. Okay. Uh, we came back. My question okay. is, uh, since I had already applied my H1, H4, and H4 EAD concurrently, do I need to mm -hmm. now redo my H4 and H4 EAD? You already uh, have it. No, you don't have to do anything. Your EAD extension is already pending, is right? Correct. You don't need to do anything, sir. You're good. Oh, I'm good? Okay. Next person, please. Thank you. Khadar? Hey, Rahul. Thank you. Hey, Rahul, quick, uh, this uh, quick question. So my wife's H4 EAD expired last year and she received her h4 extension approval till december 2024 and uh, uh, we were planning to send her h4 ad so her h4 ad has expired and we we are sending her extension now okay so why I'm did not you file the h4 ead extension along with the h4 yeah, initially we do, we had no plans to extend her H4 EAD, but okay. now we thought, I mean, she, she decided to take a break because of her pregnancy. Okay. But now, Correct. yeah, but now we, uh, we, we, uh, we plan to just. So whatever the reasons is. Have, okay. So what's the yeah, yeah. now? So she, she does have a plan to go to India for a little over a month this year, around May, June. Should I go ahead and apply the H4 EAD now or should absolutely I wait for her? No. Okay. Absolutely. No. You, okay. you can. Right. Now, if okay. a person sure. leaves a country while the mm -hmm. H4 EAD extension is pending, it will still be adjudicated even though she traveled outside the country. Okay. 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 So, okay. Yeah. so yeah, I just want to make sure if there's no reason to wait for it, I will go ahead and apply it. So yeah, that answers no my question. Thank you so much. Next person, please. Yes, thank you. Krishna? I missed the first. Hello, Krishna, are you speaking or is it a radio? Sorry, uh, I'm speaking. Are you able to hear me? I was now on an office clear. call. Sorry, that was an, uh, a disturbance. I just walked out of the other room. Is, is it clear now? Very clear. Go ahead. Uh, hey, Rahulji, thank you uh, for doing this. Uh, I have a quick question for uh, for you, Rahulji. I, my uh, I'm on EB two. Two thousand eleven is my priority date. I downgraded mm -hmm. last year, December, and right now I'm trying to interfile back to EB two. Is your I one forty approved? Both the I one forties for EB two and EB three, both of them are approved. Okay, go ahead. So my question here is while I'm interfiling, what, which I-140 receipt number should I provide in the I-140? I'm sorry, I-485J. Is it for the Absolutely. EB-2? Absolutely. EB-2. No EB questions two? in it. 
HAB2. Okay, great. Because I downgraded last year in December. You told me it's straightly EB2. When okay, you fine. are interfiling, they have given a different address. They're asking the I-140. You should give the EB2, not EB3. Got you. Thank you, Rahulji. That was my only question. Uh, question. One more last question I, uh, before I end my call. Uh, I know I have uh, I have downgraded. Mine is 2011 EB2, but last year December. No, but, but let me ask you the, let me ask you this question. Why are you Excuse. doing upgrade right now if it's 2011 priority date? Because I waited, uh, uh, I waited for seven, eight months. Uh, there have been no update in my uh, case. I downloaded. I don't know. I, I, at this point of time, not recommending you to upgrade it. But is it illegal to upgrade it? Absolutely not. So you it want is, me to stay perfect. back in EB3? I, that is a, that, that's just a recommendation, though. It's not that you have to follow my direction. Strategically, it doesn't make any sense for me, uh, for you to do, because it's current in both the things. Yes, the only the thing is that the only thing is that will they magically will they magically just come and approve all the 485s that we are doing interfiling right now if they do then i would interfile but i don't know how they are going to act so but that's your call though that's just a slight judgment call of me but because if you do upgrade, I, hear, I, heard, I got i got the I point heard but EB2 is getting approved faster and mine is pretty close because that's that's not I, I totally right understand i mean, what you said i was debating though but uh, then yeah I it's up to you ma'am it's up to okay. you okay. nothing Thank wrong you, if you if you're doing you're not doing anything illegal or immoral absolutely not next Thank person you. please appreciate it harish bartham hi hi rahul uh, so i'm on my h1 currently and my residential address is not my primary address and uh, <clears throat> so if I move to a different address. Is your residential is not your primary address. Explain that. So I technically I do have to go to my office to, to work. So my residential address oh. is not. So your residential address is not your primary workplace. Primary workplace. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Go ahead. So uh, if I change uh, my address, is there a necessity that I have to be on the lease? Would uh, or would that question come up when I go for a visa stamping in India? No, that question doesn't come up. Okay, so you could be living I, in your sister's home, your cousin's home. That's fine. Okay, and uh, if I fill my DS one sixty and book my appointment, uh, and this address address change happens, do I have to like refile another DS one sixty and new create a new one, a new barcode nah, for my No, nah. no, you don't have to. You're fine. Okay. Okay, that's, that's all I had. Thank you so much. Ram. Next person, please. Oh, well, one, one question though. One question, uh, put him back. Um, is the sure. new address going to be completely different than the work address location? Uh, is it within the same MSA or is it completely different? It's in the same MSA. Okay, you're good. Everything what we spoke is good. Next person, please. Santosh. Hi, Rahul. Santosh here. So I have a question like... Uh, we have this uh, application filing date. So is that a date when we can send our I-485 application or we'll have to wait for USCS to allow us to use that date? Because my employer said you cannot use that until USCS allows it. But for the month of February, USCS clearly said that. They clearly said that they're going to allow the filing dates. Yeah, so my filing date is not yet current, but uh, just I had a question like down the line, if even my yeah, filing date becomes... Yeah, you, you have to check it every month, though. We can't tell in that particular month what is going to be. So let's say in March, you get it. Typically, there is about a two to three days gap at the most 
between the uh, between the uh, state department and the uscis just wait for 3 days and check it out again okay sounds good okay yep thank you next person please tushar tushar hello yes hello him yes hi rahul uh so i filed 485 concurrently in october 2020 in eb3 mm-hmm. uh with 485 485j of eb2 uh i140 approval number so uh, my priority date in eb2 came in and what i did is i interfile okay. what is your what is your priority date uh may 2012 so when you filed the 485 in october of 2020 did you file the i140 for downgrade or you did not downgrade 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 so you filed I-140. an i1 so you filed an i140 and you filed a 485 application in october of 2020 okay and then when the and 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 when the priority date became current you said you interfiled with eb2 yeah interfiled okay. with eb2 uh, did you when did you do that when did you do that uh 3 weeks ago mm. Okay. Kind of thing. Yeah. Uh, so the thing is, uh, when I fi- interfiled, I did not put 485J because by that time, USCIS did not put any. Okay. Do it now. Do it now. Okay. Uh, my question here is, I already when I am filing the EB3, I used the I140 approval number of EB2, right? At that time, I filed 485J, and EB3 I140 already got approved on EB3. Uh, downgrade session so do i really have to i don't know i don't know why your lawyer has filed a 485j supplement when he filed for the i140 and 485 i don't know it's not needed so that's completely disregarded now you filed the interfile 3 weeks ago your lawyer didn't know that he has to file the 485j supplement your lawyer didn't know the california address at that point of time believe me i did not so okay. all you need to do is right now file a 485j supplement do the interfiling of eb2 and file it right now because currently your 485 is under eb3 not an eb2 you did interfile we don't know if that works or not we know that this interfiling with 485j supplement sending it to the california address has a better chance because there are designated officials okay mm-hmm. and they know how to look into that uh okay the, this this resets the 185 day time again right i am actually considering changing a job right now that would be a problem if i file for it yeah. we don't know how they are going to interpret that okay uh, we don't know how they are going to interpret that we don't know how they are going to interpret it so okay so I you would, are suggesting I would yeah okay to still no. inter file right now and the reason okay. why i tell you to to refile again the interfiling is because these people are designed i put a very nice video it's a two two minute video watch it okay mm-hmm. they work very mechanically if something gets out of the way they get confused all of you guys can watch that it's a very funny two minute video guys next person please okay. thank you rahul thanks a lot sureka Hi uh, Rahul. Uh, yes, actually, are you able to hear me? I can hear you very clearly, yeah. Sarika. Okay. Um, 
we have filed for uh, H1B, H4EAD and uh, my H4 visa uh, in last May 2021. We are still mm -hmm. waiting for approval, still not mm -hmm. got the approval letter. Mm -hmm. But I got last week a good job offer uh, from my, uh, from a big, from a very top IT company in USA. It's mm -hmm. a very good opportunity. So okay, what should it. I tell my employer now? Uh, so, uh, like, I'm confused now. Like, I'm... I'm I don't have approval Wait. yet. So. There is nothing I can do to make... When is your EAD expired, is it? Your EAD expired? May 2021. Oh, it's still not approved as of now. Yeah. Uh, were you ever on H-1B before? Yeah, I was on H-1B before. Yeah, long did back you 2009. Did, how long did you use the H-1B for? Uh, just a little, uh, just two, three months. That's it. But the, only, the only thing that I can see right now is that they can apply for a h1b right now and okay. then based on that you can go outside the country and get the h1b stamping that's the only thing that i can think into for you and i don't know how to expedite the h4 ead right now don't contact me don't pay me money because i'll be worth nothing i'm sorry for for what reason don't contact me for expediting the h4 ead okay i don't have any method unfortunately Okay, I'll eat me your money and I will not do anything for you. Sorry about that, but that's how it is. So H-1B is the only option that I can think about. You can contact the congressman, 99% not working, ombudsman not working, but that's all I can suggest you right now. But, Next person. But when I try to file the new H-1, I'm getting the feedback like you need a EAD, a valued EAD to file a H-1. So No, is... not true. Not true, ma'am. You were counted toward the H-1B in 2009. You worked on H-1B for a couple of months in 2009. You're exempt from the H-1B number. You can file a H-1B without- I didn't a work, I didn't get a project. You had a, you, you had a H-1B with an I-94 is right? Yeah, I had H-1B before, yeah. With the I-94 or without the I-94? Um, not I-94, I didn't visit India after getting H-1. I didn't go to stamp. Do you know what? Did, did you got the H1B with the I-94 or without the I-94? Okay. Contact me once you have the details, ma'am. Next person, please. Thank you, ma'am. Thank you, sir. Chetan? Hello? Chetan? Yes, guys. Uh, hi, Rahul. I had a question. I'm filing a 485 and there's a question about, uh, three questions about arrests. So I had a mm -hmm. traffic violation ticket, which I failed to pay and failed to appear in court. And there was a arrest warrant, which I paid off and it was disposed in 2012. So should our answer be yes or no to those questions? Uh, how much you paid the money though, eventually? It was less than 500, it's like $180. I would say no to it. No to all three questions? Okay. All to three questions. Another question like, I'm filing 485 and we have to wait for 90 days because we just recently entered the US and my employer is advising to kind of wait for 90 days because we are on O1 visa. Um, ah, okay. So, if, since so it's an O1 is, visa, he is right. Yeah. So the question is, we are preparing the documents. I'll sign the date after 90 days, right, on the form. The question is, the doctor medicals will have the date previous than 90 days, right? If I prepare them before. Did you already got the medicals? No, I haven't gotten them yet. Wait, what's the hurry? At least wait until at least 60, 70 days. Don't do it right now. 
Oh no, yeah, I will wait sixty days and then get the medicals. But I don't want the USCIS officer. Hey, you are signing this date, but your medicals before ninety days. So it's like, oh, you had oh, it that's fine. based that's, on that. Okay. Um, see, I want you to watch the two-minute video I put it. If you have not watched it, okay. Fair they enough. go by. They go by. You know, all the ants were traveling. You have to watch the video, okay? And these people, they only look into one thing. Is it filed after 90 days or before 90 days? That's it. So they look at the I-485 date. That's it. I-485 received it. So and that's I, all I can sign looking. it a day before. I can sign it a day before, like a few days before. and they do, it, do it at 95 days and don't go for the edge though. File it at 95 days. Okay. I mean, they won't know that's if I file five days before or the 90 days, but... Uh, 95 but days. Yeah. Put it 95 days and sign it after 91 okay. day, 90 days. But if the medical is signed before, it's not a problem. No. Okay. Thank you. Next person, please. Now, Ajay, it doesn't mean that if you file before, you cannot defend yourself, but you just yeah, yeah, yeah. don't want to be in that. You don't want to pay the extra legal fees. If I were you, I would not. Next person, Ajay. Yeah, it's like this. Hello, Rahul. Can you hear me? Y yes, I can. Um, I filed downgrade EB3 in uh, 2011. I-140 approved and... Uh, I don't have my EAD or uh, 131 approved yet. So, you know, I did two case uh, service requests. I got a standard resp uh, response saying that. Uh, I don't know how to expedite it. So don't contact me for expediting EAD AP. Go ahead with any of the questions. Can I uh, file like, a, you know, 485J now to move to EB2? Is that a better option for me? Your priority date is 2011, is right? Yeah, December. My. I mean, as I, as I was speaking with the other lady, my standing at this point of view is not doing the 485J supplement because you're current in both the things though, okay? But it's up to you if you want to, nothing illegal in that. Well, one of the questions I have is, um, the EAD processing time is already exceeded, right? I don't Mine know how to expedite it. Even if it's processing time is crossed, I don't know how to do it. Raise a service request, it may work for you. Okay. That's all I can. Okay. Unfortunately, the EAD in advance for all H4 EADs, I cannot expedite, guys. I'm sorry about that. Next person, people make appointment, we cancel and refund the money to them. Um, Ajit? Yeah. Uh, hi, Rahul. Uh, so, Rahul, um, in my case, like I filed my H1 uh, transfer in uh, in August month and, you know, uh, along with my H4, my wife H4, and I got the approval and she got the approval last month, uh, December 16. But uh, as of today, like we haven't received the approval copy. So today morning, we reached out to USCIS. They are saying like they have sent it. I'm not sure like we haven't received it yet. So my question Did, was, was it, was it, a, what about the EAD card? Uh, no, so EAD, we didn't file the EAD. See, she already had the EAD until next year. So we didn't file the EAD. Oh, that come on. Why did not you file the EAD? So um, thing was like, no, my company was not ready to file altogether. So I thought like maybe. Okay. First of all, um, yeah. right now, there is not much significance for that H4. It may have reverted back though. Okay. What I would suggest you is that file the EAD right now with okay. the receipt notice of the H4. Okay. Even though you don't have an approval. Okay. Okay. So remember all these people, they're all trying to expedite the EAD. I don't want you to come back when it's coming to the near end or end and tell me to expedite at that time. You have an option to file right now EAD. Okay. So it is about to expire next year. Is it okay to file now? Because we have absolutely it is okay to file. 
Oh, okay. 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 Yeah. Now coming to the, did you file the H4 by yourself or filed by the lawyer? Uh, it was filed by the lawyer, like my company. They the filed. lawyer should receive the H4 approval. Did you check with him? Yeah, I checked with them. They're saying like, they, I have given my address, so it will come to my address, but no, I no, it's for approval will come to the company lawyer's address though. EAD will come to your address. It's for will come to the lawyer's address. Uh, so receipt notice, like we only received. So I know receipt notices will be given two receipt notices, two approvals. One of the approval, you didn't receive it. Yours is a courtesy copy. They will get the actual copy. Check with them. Oh, okay. 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 I will check. With File them. the EAD. Don't be one of those guys coming back after one year to this one and to exploit it. Thanks for letting me know. I will do that. So just uh, like, so the thing is the problem right now is, uh, no, my, I have to file my amendment next month, uh, in Feb. So my question is like, no, I have to file H4 amendment as well. Right. In that case. And if I don't know, there is no H4 amendment required at all though. However, though, I will tell you one thing. If by any chance your lawyer, somewhere the H4 has been misplaced, go ahead and file the H4 for your wife along with the amendment. Or oh, refile, you're saying? Oh, uh, they were saying, like, they asked me, USA has asked me to file I824. Will that work? Or no, I don't do I824. It will take about two years for them to approve the I824. Oh, okay. First, check with your lawyer. And then, if not, file along with the amendment. Next person, please. Thank you so much. Thank you. Hey, you can file along with the amendments H4 and the EAD too, if you want to. <coughs> Next person, please. Thank you. Nitin Chandra. Yeah. Hi, Rahul. Uh, <clears throat> my question is, uh, recently my company filed my amendment plus extension five days back in premium. Now I have a offer from a new company and they're also about to file my transfer. When I is your current H1B I-94 expiring? It is in June. June of which year? June of 2022, this year. Okay, keep going, keep going. So uh, now it may happen that both the petition goes at the same time. So my first question is, will that be a problem? No. Uh, if, okay. No, it's not a problem. So do I need to disclose this to my new company that uh, it is filed already? Nope. And if RFE comes, then still it won't be a problem? Like nope. enough? So I am so, good. I so, so you, while your amendment is pending, you're filing a transfer application, but you're telling me that your current H1B is expiring in June of 2022. Mm -hmm. So you absolutely are under no obligation under the immigration to disclose the current employer or to disclose the future employer that there is an amendment pending. You're under no obligation to disclose the current employer that you are filing a transfer application. No obligation for it. You're good. Okay. So what if they find a two application? So they won't, they won't, there won't be any problem. Who? Who USCIS. USCIS, you paid the money. They know it. They'll take the money. Okay. 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 So okay. Thank you so much. You. They're not supposed to disclose the information. This is a rule of law. These officers cannot just say, Hey, this guy has filed two. I'm going to call the employer. That doesn't work here in this country. Okay. Next because person, sometimes, please. you know, uh, sometimes they ask for if you have any pending, like a new new company ask, like if there's any pending USA. That's the reason I asked you when your I-94 is expiring. I took care of that part. You you have until June of 2022. Yes, yes. Okay. Yes. And that's the reason why I was a bit worried. And I, you, I covered that. Next person. Okay. Please. okay. Um, guys, you can leave the chat in the chat. If you can leave a message, so I'll try to answer as much as possible, guys. Anusha? 
Um, hi, sir. Uh, this is Anusha. How are you? So good, good. my H1 got approved in October with uh, mm -hmm. client A, and I got an opportunity with client B, which is like 16 miles. When I check uh, with whether the, both of them falls under the same MSA, they do. But I, I noticed that they have a different county's names. And uh, my employer says I am supposed to file uh, amendment. But to my understanding, if uh, if my new client is in the within the same MSA, like within a 50 mile radius, or within the same metropolitan metropolitan statistical area, uh, they need to recertify the LCA and post it in the new new client location. But my employer says I have to, and it's mandatory for me to amend. So first thing is that the position has to be a similar position. The second yes. thing, you are, I agree with you on the aspect of you don't need an amendment. Even okay. though it's a different county, it falls under the same MSA, and it also uh -huh. comes under the drivable distance exception, yes. even if it doesn't fall under the MSA. So even under two categories, you don't need to okay. file an amendment. But here is the issue, okay. though. If the employer keeps on insisting they have to file it, you don't have an option. You know, it's okay. not about law. Sometimes it's about, I can't, you know, for example, my wife doesn't allow me to bring chicken and mutton to my home. She says, no, it's illegal. So that's her rule. What can I do about it? I can't cite the law to her. So same thing with your employer. If the employer says that it is, there is not, you don't have much option. Okay. But as Got such, it. according to my opinion, I agree with you. You do not need to file an amendment. I agree with you on that. Okay. Yeah. One second. Got it. Let me, uh, uh, any, anybody has any questions, guys, please post in chat. I will try to answer as much as possible because I know a lot of you guys, but it should be, if it's a lengthy question, but I'm not going to be able to answer. Yes, ma'am. So, uh, so I tried to get in contact with uh, the attorney, which my employer uh, has been working with. Uh, so that's the part I'm still working on, but uh, I wanted to visit India as soon as possible. Uh, so that's the reason. If you, was... are you going? Yeah. But it's up to the employer and the lawyer, man. That's, okay. I, I agree with you. They don't need an amendment. Okay. Um, okay. I'm having this question. Yeah. Um, you can mute uh, Anusha Gayatri. Um, do yes. we need to inform about the accident and I for if it's the other driver problem who has not a driving license and insurance? No, sir, you don't need to inform. These unnecessary informations are causing many interviews, though, because it's not your fault and you're fine. You don't have to inform them. Uh, my I-140 approved after three weeks got RFE. What's the issue? Well, I don't know what RFE you're speaking about, Vaidikeya. Uh, are you speaking about 482 RFP or I-140 RFP? What is RFE about? Last week applied for transfer from EB3 to EB2. I see an update in my case that the case was denied. What does that mean? Oh, that doesn't look good at all, Rayanch. Um, that doesn't look good at all. It could have been denied for other reasons. I don't know. Is it the I-140 that says it's denied or is it the 485 that says it's denied? I have no clue on that, Riyansh. But it definitely is a serious matter though. 
uh, YDK applied uh, for 8576 to confirm my I-140 is approved premium three weeks. And today, the same case has been updated with RFE. I still don't know. I don't know. Is it I-140 or 485? Which one is RFE YDK? Employer is changing attorney to interfile to EB2. Is there any problem in the future? No, absolutely not a problem. Uh, downgrade, uh, uh, downgraded from EB2 to EB3, file my 485 in October 2020. I have my year day. If I change employee, do I need to file a 485J? It's strongly recommended, but it's not absolutely needed now. Does it have to have the same job title? No. As long as it's in the similar profession, you are in a good position. It doesn't have to be the same title. We have downgraded application GC in 2020. This is for Prashant. We have received I-140 approval. Good. Uh, uh, we, have, we haven't received I-140 yet, EAD yet. My priority date is June 2000. My wife is an H4 EAD. It's expiring on June 2023. She has an opportunity for a new H1 with the CS lottery master. Since H4 EAD will take longer time, Texas is we're trying to figure out if it's worth to try H1B. Absolutely, you can try H1B. Um, just because you filed the 485, um, will not cause any problem. And for uh, her getting a H1B will not cause any problem for a 485 also. She's in good position. She should not have any problem. A good question. Is there any letter we can write to Senator asking USA's to automatically adjudicate the cases? No, Shankar, here is a problem. We can't automatically adjudicate these cases. What if the guy has a criminal history? What if the guy is a murderer? Okay. So 485 is a discretionary authority of the USCIS. We can't force them. So that kind of uh, letter we will not draft because we don't think so they will do it. Uh, Sonali, if a US citizen mother applying for his 34-year-old son, GC, who is in India, then when do you expect? Is the 34-year-old married or not married? You didn't mention that to me because that's very important though. Um, I want you to watch the category called F3 if the person is married. For India, the backlog is 2009. So that's approximately around 13 years it will take if he's married. Now, if he is not married, then the waiting period is actually only about six years, which is 2016. Can I write a letter to 19-year-old kid to expect the 485 practice? You can. You can try, try to write a letter. They won't, they won't normally give it to you just because you write a letter. If that's the case, we would have done for everybody, but they won't, but you can try nothing wrong with it. Yeah, Kajal, you can hold the H-1B application until you come back. As long as you have enough time to file before June 30th, that'll be fine because otherwise you will get a H-1B without I-94. So it's definitely prudent for you to, uh, them to wait. Chaitanya, how long, um, question from Chaitanya, how long does it take for them to schedule an interview if it says that ready for interview. It may take anywhere between one week to even I've seen eight months to 10 months. It de also depends on the district office where you are located at. For example, if you are in LA, you know, that's very delayed. If you're in Orlando or some other places, so things are very faster there. Guys, you don't have to have a lease agreement, guys, when you are changing the address. It's not required for you to do it. Make sure that you're in the same MSA. Uh, I mean, you're not, you know, let's say for example, if your job is in Florida and if you give a New York address, that will raise the bells for everybody because 
how can you have the New York address and you're working in Florida? But if you are, you know, in the same MSA and within the drivable distance, if you change the address, it's not a problem. You can find an AR11, that's fine. You can do it online by yourself. 485 cases and transfer to local field office. My kids got fingerprints. They use my old fingerprints. Do you think the reason for the transfer is to do so is for interview? Yeah, that's definitely seems to be the reason why they transferred to uh, to Dallas office. Most probably they may interview. Um, just because it's transferred to Dallas office doesn't mean that they will interview. They actually can uh, can just adjudicate your application, give you the green card without even interview. So they still have a discretion of waiving the interview though. My priority date is May, 2013. Uh, definitely, uh, definitely don't interfile. Uh, because unless the final action date is current, though, don't interfile because final action date is right now, January of 2013, yours is 2000, May of 2013, do not interfile. Refiling, that's up to you. If you maintain the H1B, you could, you could, you could, you could do the, uh, you could do the refiling if you want to. But for the, uh, uh, for the interfiling, you make sure that the final action date is current. When the extension of the H-1B is in progress though, um, you can travel, you're fine to travel, not a problem. Remember it's only extension though, not change of employer, not change of status. Um, Anant has his six year getting expired. Uh, yeah, uh, you can go to Canada or Mexico and your family can live here, absolutely not a problem. Anand. Can I have two paychecks running GCEAD H1B? Absolutely, you're not violating any status at all. You're good. You have a problem with the running paycheck? Give me the money, I'll take it. I'm just kidding. I still, we still recommend interfiling medicals, guys. There is a success is about 60 to 70% success rate. Thank you guys for coming. The next conference call will be uh, uh, tomorrow at 11.30. Don't forget that we do have a live session at five to six tomorrow in the YouTube and Facebook. Thank you for listening to Ready and Newman Daily Podcast. We sincerely hope that you've taken something valuable out of it. Don't forget to subscribe and leave us a review. For more information or if you want to make an appointment, check out our websites, rnlawgroup.com and immigrationgirl.com. Have an awesome day.